Hi, I'm Melissa Shea, President and CEO of the Long Island Real Estate Investors Association. Two decades ago, on a dare, I purchased my first home with no money down. I received $7,000 cash at the closing and earned $200 a month in passive income, all while my tenant was paying the mortgage. Since then, we've purchased over $30 million in real estate and have taught people just like you how to do the same. Go to outoftheratracepodcast.com, register, and let us teach you how to become financially independent through real estate investing today. Hey guys, you're listening to Out of the Rat Race Podcast, the podcast that teaches everyday people how they could become financially independent through real estate investing. Be sure to like and follow our show so that you're kept up to date on all of our new content, which is uploaded between one and two times a week. And with that being said, let's get into today's episode. So in case this is your first time joining in, my name is John Shea, and sitting across from me once again is a great friend and business partner, Mr. Sean Toomey. How you doing, Sean? Fantastic. How are you doing today, John? Excellent. So anyway, today, Sean and I are going to be talking about some different ways that a new real estate investor can find deals right after I ask Sean an unrelated icebreaker question. So icebreaker. Right. Icebreaker. But it seems like you've, you've done this show enough to where you really don't need the question, but just just for the, the fun of it, I'm going to continue doing that with you, okay? That's great, John. All right. Icebreaker question. Here we go. Sean, what job would you never want to do and why? So the job I would never want to do is construction. I did construction for about a week before I got fired. It's probably the only job I've been fired from. But um, I, I just I, I have problems screwing in a light bulb. So I, I definitely don't want trouble. to do any construction ever again. You have trouble screwing in a light bulb. I do. Is it the fear of heights, climbing a ladder, standing on a chair? Or not at all. Lefty, loosey, righty, tidy sort of situation. I'm just not good at it. Like I'll I'll bring wheelbarrows up up a hill and they'll spill over before I get them in the dumpster. That actually happened to you once too, it, didn't it? It did, yeah. And I, I, I got yelled at. So then I got put on tool duty. Tool my, duty. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I guess the, the foreman or the, the, the guy in charge of the job would be like, Sean, go to my truck and find this tool. I'd spend about 25 minutes in the truck looking for the tool and come back with a coffee or something. <laughs> so uh, the wheelbarrow, let's get into that really quick. Did you trip and it fell on you and dumped over your head or did it just fall off? The no, side? I had to like, uh, there, there was like a ramp to go up to get into the dumpster. And as I got to like to the top of the ramp, the, the, the contents of the wheelbarrow were so heavy that it would just always dump out the side. I did it like three or four times before they yelled at me. Was it like a tall dumpster and they didn't have the door to the dumpster open? Yeah. Or was we, we it were like, like a foot off the ground? We were like going up. A, I don't know how. This is like 20 years ago. So my, my memory can barely remember what I did yesterday. But um, it, it was a ramp. We had to go in and we had to dump whatever was in the wheelbarrow in there. And I never could keep it on the ramp. Last question. Was it a two by four ramp? Like that thin? Were you like really trying to guide it like a balance beam? Or was it like a full plywood sheet? It wasn't a full plywood sheet. It was. It, it, it might have been bigger than a two by four, but... Still, I, it, I should have been able to do it, but I just couldn't. It was hot. <laughs> it reason. was rainy that day. There might, it was hot. The that, sun was in point. his eyes. All right. So let's get started here. One of the hardest things that new real estate investors are faced with is finding a good deal. So I know that Sean has some tips that seem to get some pretty good results. So uh, the question, which is going to be a four-part question, I guess, is what is one of the first avenues a new real estate investor should explore when trying to find a deal? So let me take it uh, four, four parts, John. So first part, four I, I different ways. Yeah. Right? Okay. So so for the first four, way, yeah. I, I think you should find some kind of teacher or mentor to kind of guide you through the process. You know, you want to find someone that's actually doing what you are doing in the market that you want to invest in, and they've done it before, so you can like leverage their experience and kind of learn from the mistakes that they made. Right. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a really good way. Like, um, is that something that you can pick up a 
book and kind of have them like you read that and get it from there or do you I mean do there's you listen only, to a podcast on it or? there's podcasts there's books but there's only cer- certainly so much you can get from just reading or um you know listening to someone else talk about it I I, I I think one-on-one engagement maybe going to job sites with people or maybe just walking through deals with people that are doing them live I I, I mean there's no replacement for that that's so important Right. And that's definitely uh, a proven avenue because that's how you started. That's how I started. I joined the mentoring program here at Long Island Maria. And, you know, just just from joining the program within six weeks, I had purchased my made my first big real estate purchase. Right. And now you you have several of them. I have several of them. And have you gotten some of those deals from the mentoring? program? Yes, I have. I've gotten uh, probably more than 75% of them from the mentoring program. And now you're actually a coach for it as well. Now I'm a coach for it. Yeah. All right. So, um, do you currently have, uh, like a class going on? We don't currently have a class going on. There's right? no class currently, but soon though? yeah, we do have one starting February 28th is the first class. I believe there's about 10 or 11 people signed up for that class. So we're about at half capacity right there. Okay. So, and, and have a few calls out to people. So the, the those spots are going to fill up pretty fast because we have a, a really good track record here. And uh, we we get investors into deals, and, and and that's the name of the game. Right. Never. And uh, I I forget the percentage. Um, what's the percentage of people that have gotten their money back within the first year, or even bef- before finishing the class? I think right. We're at just about a ninety percent success rate. Awesome. And they made the money back. They made the money back. I think it's more than fifty percent make it back in their first deal. They do. Really. Mm-hmm. In the first deal. First deal. Wow. All right. So. Um, do you have to pay all up front? Um, how do they, you know, there no, different- there's payment plans. Uh, feel free to contact me if you're interested in it and I can kind of walk through the process. But um, if, if this was your goal to get into real estate in 2022, then then do it with a coach so you can like expedite that process. Excellent. You guys can reach Sean at S-E-A-N at L-I-R-E-I-A dot com. And uh, he's pretty prompt at getting back to everybody. So if you guys have any questions about the mentoring program. Mentoring program, real estate, whatever. I, I just love doing this. This is all I do full time now. Yeah, this is, this is it, right? So It's my gig. All right, excellent. Uh, time for a random question here. Are you ready? I'm always ready. Okay, do you keep a journal? And how do you find that it helps you? So I do keep a journal and I find it helps me immensely. I didn't, I didn't start reaching the levels of success that I wanted to reach until I started journaling like my day and like my goals what I wanted to do and, and where I wanted to be. And do you generally do it in the morning, like before the kids and everybody wake up, or do you do it at night, right before you go to bed, so everything's fresh in your head from the day? I do it at night when when there's nobody around so I can focus for like five to 10 minutes. Okay. I, I find it hard to do when there's distractions. I want to be fully focused on that because that could generate a lot of success for me. So you don't want chaos going on around. I don't you. want chaos, no. And sometimes in the morning with ha- having three little kids, it's chaos. And is it all business related things or are they goals that you might have come up with during the day? I mean, like, what are some of the things that you write down? What- so yeah, so I, I write down real estate stuff. I write, I write down maybe some fitness goals, maybe some uh, goals as a parent and a husband. All, all, all different types. I'd like to hit every kind of area of my life that I want to improve. Okay. And journaling is half the battle, right? The other one is to actually go back and reference it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I like to do that night because I have a full day and I could say, oh, I did this during the day. I didn't do this. I have to do more of that tomorrow. And like uh, we have like a team agenda meeting, you know, every morning, every morning we're all uh, talking to each other every morning and going through what our what we had to have to get done throughout the day. And then uh, we held each other accountable for it the next day by things that we didn't get accomplished, tacking it on to the next day's work. Do you do that with your journal too? So like if, if you said that you wanted to research four things 
uh, based on Cincinnati real estate and you really didn't get to it, do you add it back into the journal after referencing it so that you can so, so I do, yeah. At the end of each day, I have like a little checklist I go through, like what was the easiest goal that I reached the day and what didn't I get to? And um, why didn't I get to that? You know, so I like to kind of look at that, say, oh, you know, maybe tomorrow I could do this differently so I get to all my, you know, a- a- agenda items. Great. So that was, a, uh, that was a random question, but also turned into an entrepreneurial tip. Yeah. So you people that want to, you know, go out there and start hitting the ground running, journaling. You look it up, everybody does it. Yeah, you know, you got to provide yourself with a good foundation. If there's no foundation, you know, the house is going to crumble. And, and, and that's how I feel life is sometimes. Excellent. So it's time for a new investor deal avenue. But first, I want to talk a little bit about our friend, Sal Rizzolo. Is this market driving you crazy? Even heading into the winter market, we're still dealing with never-before-seen hurdles for first-time homebuyers and investors alike. If you look close, a majority of these complications actually lie on the financing side of things. And that's why we've partnered with Sal Rizzolo, a branch manager at Cardinal Financial. Sal Rizzolo has closed over 500 loans in his time at Cardinal Financial and can confidently say he's encountered almost any financial situation in regards to home financing. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, a seasoned investor, or just somebody who wants information and clarification on how to proceed to the next step, Sal Rizzolo welcomes and encourages all of your calls. An investor and seasoned realtor prior to financing, all of your questions will be answered whether it be from Sal personally or someone in his network. Feel free to reach out to Sal at 631-946-0654. Once again, that's 631-946-0654, and let him help you identify and get on the path to financial freedom. All right, so we're back, and as always, thank you, Sal, for everything that you do. Guys, if you haven't already, a phone call to Sal and his team can completely change your life. You really owe it to yourself to give him a call, so reach out to him. So before we get into another avenue, Sean, I want to add a little something new to the podcast. Uh, we did an episode the other day, which was real estate terminology and, uh, you know, a definition and an explanation of what it is, because there are a lot of words and acronyms out there that people just don't understand. And uh, I'm one of those people. So um, who's better to ask than people that I'm around all the time, right? So, sure. so let's go with this one. This is uh, the first time we're doing this. And uh, CRE, uh, what does it stand for? And what is like the definition of that? Okay, so that's a good good question, John. CRE stands for commercial real estate. This is basically a term that's used to describe business uh, real estate that's used for business purposes rather than personal purposes. Okay, so personal purposes, um, that would just be like your own home, right? Yeah, your private property, stuff like that. So if, if I was buying one house potentially uh, for a rental, that might not be it, but like a multifamily might be... A CRE, right? That's Correct. More yeah. of a commercial. Correct. Yeah, that's more of a commercial. I mean, and it's also properties that you want to put in your business's name, like an LLC or something like that, that you're not going to own personally in your own name. Excellent. Well, thank you for clearing CRE up for me. Sure. Glad I could help. <laughs> Are you down with CRE? You know me. <laughs> All right. Sean, what's another good way that a new investor could find a deal? Okay. Another way would be investor groups like our, like Aria, maybe. 
or, or, or the type of meetups and stuff like that, where you can kind of meet other people that are investing in, in, in maybe in markets where you want to, or just kind of get tips from them about investing. Right. And like RIA is a real estate investors association. Ours is uh, the Long Island Real Estate Investors Association. But we also do work with a lot of other national RIAs, right? So Correct. Yeah. We work with right. one out of Hilton Head, South Carolina one in North Carolina, one in Atlanta. So all up and down the East Coast, we kind of provide education for different organizations like that. Right. You guys can uh, find out more information about that by going to liriea.com. Uh, we got a lot of good info on that website. Uh, we also do have a Facebook, obviously. Just look it up, L-I-R-E-I-A. <laughs> um, what are some of the benefits of being a member of a RIA? So usually RIAs have uh, monthly meetings. Right. where um, once a month everybody gets together and kind of they have guest speakers come in and discuss different topics related to real estate. But uh, the thing I like about the meetings is, is the networking. So you get to like sh maybe shake hands with somebody who's doing deals out of state or maybe in, in the town you live in. And, and you get to meet them, see what they're going through and see how they got started. Okay. Um, how much is ours to join as a member for the full year? For the full year, it's only $225. Or as Melissa would say... Less than $1 a day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, on the events, it is $29 online if you pre-register to go to a, an event. It is $50 if you, I believe it's $50, right? If you just show up and want to go in and, sure. and attend. Yeah, sure, we'll go with I, that. I don't know. <laughs> we'll go with that. Just reference this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, we also have something new that we're doing that not a lot of other rears are doing, if any of them, is we have... Um, an online component where we actually will host the meeting online so that, you know, if you're not in the state of New York and you still want to attend these meetings because you like our educational content and you like what we have to offer, you could join and, um, and actually view it in real time. And we do allow the people online to ask questions, um, and everything like that. That goes for our mentoring program too, I believe, right, mm -hmm. Sean? Yeah, the mentoring program meetings are all held virtually too. So I mean I believe I, I think we're one of the only RIAs that do that because we've we've mastered the technology how how to have people speak online and be heard in our venues it's it's a really interactive and fun experience. Excellent and uh, again Sean is in charge of uh, the memberships for the Long Island Real Estate Investors Association so use his email to contact him about that too s e a n at l i r e i a Dot com. If you've never attended a meeting and you want to attend one free for the first time, you can go to out of the rat race podcast.com, register and send us a, uh, a question through there. Like, Hey guys, first time, uh, would really like to, uh, view a RIA meeting and we'll give you a free guest pass for the first event. All right. That I, I think you summed it up perfectly. Excellent. So, uh, Avenue number two, did we do number two? We did number two. <laughs> I think we're on number three now, John. I think we're on a random question. Oh, okay. Random question. Okay. Do you think our destiny is already written or do we make our own? I'm a big believer in you make your own destiny. Me too. Me too. So yeah. I, I believe that it's it, it's too hard to write a destiny. I, I I think depending on your your work ethic and your morals and your goals, you kind of create your own destiny. I do think that maybe certain things are put in your path. And it's up to you to find out how you're either going to go around it or change paths. Yeah. Yeah. You know, th there's a bit th this popular saying everything happens for a reason, mm -hmm. you know, but um, I, I believe I, I agree with you there. You, you, you got to find ways to to take that reason and, and work with it. The butterfly effect could just completely throw off what your destiny. Correct. Is be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, 
Hit me with an av- another avenue. Give me a third one. Okay, another way, another thing I like to use is investor-friendly agents. So, so what I'll do sometimes if I'm getting into a new market is I'll contact a few agents that, you know, work with investors in that market, and uh, and I'll ask them, do you have any properties coming up or do you have any listings? And what they'll do is they'll add me to like a drip campaign where they'll just send me everything that's posted that day. I'll, I'll get an automatic email that says, you know, this property is available. It was just listed today. Okay. Uh, do you find those in the in the bigger real estate uh, companies or is it more like the mom and pops? And I, I mean, we're exit realty. Yeah, exit realty. I know we do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. We do do it. I mean, a lot of the bigger agencies do it, but um, it, it, I feel like with the bigger, bigger agencies, it's just a drop in the bucket. You know, here with, with our exit in particular, we're, we're investor friendly and we pretty much work specifically with investors. Right. And we do send out property leads too. We I don't, do. Yep. How, how do people access those? Um, I, I think you would talk to one of the people in our office about it. Like, right. okay, like Charlene, you guys can call uh, 631-343-8700, 343-8700, follow the prompts uh, for Exit Realty and ask for Charlene, and uh, she could assist you yeah, with she that. Yeah, you, you can also email her too, John. Yeah. Uh, S-H-A-R. I'm, I'm horrible at spelling. <laughs> it's okay. S-H-A-R-L-E-N-E at L-I-R-E-I-A dot com. Thank you for correcting me. Sean, random question number three, what is your lucky number? Three. Does it work for you? It always works for me. How many kids do you have? Three. Okay, so <laughs> any more or less, and it's unlucky. So you are the luckiest man I'm in the world. I'm at the luckiest right point in my life, yeah. You are. You should uh, You should play the slots mm-hmm. or something. Roulette, right? Yep. Oh, Russian roulette. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I play that every time I drive into the driveway. Mm-hmm. When I go in the house, I don't know, you know. Oh, yeah. You don't know, never know if, what you walk into. If there's into. a loaded gun right on the other side from <laughs> one of the kids, uh, my wife oh, or yeah. anybody. All right. Last one, Sean. Uh, what is the last avenue that you think a new investor should explore whilst, whilst, do you like that? I do like that. I had to show you up on the, uh, the spelling. <laughs> whilst looking for a, a, a deal. Okay. So I think another great avenue, uh, maybe for if you got a little more experience under your belt, is to work with wholesalers. So, so most wholesalers will have off-market deals and they'll be, they'll be marketing to their you know, mailing list or their contact list. And it'll just be deals that you know aren't on the MLS, and and you could put bids in on them, and you got to kind of do your own legwork to look at them. Hmm. Okay, so um, I've dealt with a lot of wholesalers before. So have I. That is a very good avenue. One thing that you guys got to look out for, though, is that you're not going to be the only person on their email list. You aren't, no. And sometimes they mail it out to other lists a day or two in advance. So you might be getting a property lead that already has like eight people interested in it and have already made offers on it. So yes, that is definitely a really good avenue. And the the, the more you interact with your wholesaler, uh, the sooner you're going to get those leads. I really do like the one with the mentoring, mm-hmm. obviously finding a mentor because um, their credibility is based off of what you do. Exactly. And and, and with wholesalers, uh, I, they're, they're going to show you a deal. Their re- rehab estimates are always going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. They're going to show you, if, if you're investing out of state, they're going to show you the best pictures they've taken. Right. You're not going to get pictures of the things that look bad because they want to move this property. Excellent. So we got a, a, a mentorship uh, program yep. for, for looking for deals. We've got, um, what was the other one? Real, uh, uh, like a tailored real estate investor agent for you, mm-hmm. which uh, obviously you're making them money and they're making you money. So you might get some, you know, some immediate stuff. Joining an organization where they actually pitch deals and, and network with like-minded people 
and you've got wholesalers who, yes, you could be really friendly with them, do a lot of work and, and get like ahead of the game with the deals. Uh, but regardless, you're going to get a list. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Anything else you want to add, Sean, before we go into a lightning round of random questioning? No, I think we hit it, hit it up pretty good. Um, I, I, I would again, suggest the mentor cause, cause you can kind of learn from their mistakes and not make the same mistakes <laughs> on your own. Right. And, and again, I don't mean to like keep be- beating a dead horse, but like I said before, and I don't know if I touched on it with the mentoring, we do do virtual uh, as far as mentoring goes too. So you kind of have the option to come into the office or if you're not in the location or need the, a recording of it later because you have to work, uh, we have a virtual And that's option. the big thing too. Like we record every class we do. So even if you were in class, you're not going to retain 100% of the information. You're going to need to have some kind of recording to go back to the reference and, and you get that with our program. Excellent. Thank you so much for all this information, Sean. Perfect, man. Uh, lightning round time, and away we go. Here we go. Uh, what advertisement jingle is stuck in your head forever? Can I sing it? You, yes, you can. Okay, ready? <clears throat> One eight seven seven cars for kids. <laughs> Does it have the accent too? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I like the accent though. All right. Uh, favorite cheese. American. American cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, white American or yellow? Yellow. All right. That was an extra random in. It's got to be yellow. Yeah, you need that food dye. Uh, doorbell or knock? What do you prefer? Uh, I'm going to go with doorbell. I prefer knocking because you really? can slam on it and really get them scared. Yeah, you can take out your aggression too. I normally, door. when I'm in different states, like bang on the door and mm-hmm. say sheriff's department. I could see the pros to both of them, but uh, I'm definitely a doorbell guy. Okay. Uh, well, you know, a lot of the times I'll ring the doorbell and it. I listen to hear if I can hear it because I know we got a doorbell on our front porch and uh, it's broken. So <laughs> you could ring it as much as you want. Nobody's coming to the door. Treadmill or stair climber? Uh, definitely stair climber. Stair climber. Okay. Yeah. Karate Kid or Back to the Future? I'm going to have to go with Karate Kid because I'm a big Cobra Kai fan. So yeah. it just it, it just makes it more relevant. It really right is there. a good show. And Ralph Macchio lives right down the road too anyway. So. He does, yeah. Okay. Uh, last one. Do you prefer doing dirty laundry or dirty dishes? I'm going to probably have to go with dirty dishes. Dirty dishes? Mm-hmm. Okay, because there's no folding at the end. I, I hate you folding. Just, wait, are you actually washing the dishes or are you putting them in a dishwasher and pushing the start button? <laughs> I actually wash the dishes and then put them in the dishwasher. So you, so you double wash? I double wash, yeah. And and the dishwasher does the drying or do you take it out with a, and dry it with a towel? No, I don't dry. I, the dishwasher does the drying. Do you put them away? I put them away too, yeah. And you actually house. close the cabinets after you put <laughs> them away. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes That's an I ongoing don't. joke at the office. Sean never closes cabinets. <laughs> Some, I've been I've been getting better at it. We, we still call you out on it though. You do. Thank you so much for doing this podcast with me, Sean. I always appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule to like sit down and talk. Sure. To thanks me. for having me, John. You know, I love doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys, real estate investing is the pathway to success, but education is the key that it will start your engine. Go to outoftheratracepodcast.com, register and receive the ebook that explains to you where to get the money to begin investing in real estate today. Stop chasing the cheese and learn how to make it for yourself because only then can you truly escape the rat race. Guys, from Sean, Melissa, myself, and our staff, happy investing. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.